This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewCentral.com. PC sales are growing. Google ends its facial scanning program, plus the FBI warns of major ransomware attacks. Those are some of the tech news from this week, and it's Saturday, Saturday, October 12th, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and that's episode 40 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, be it on social media or email, and that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with the tech news stories from this week and from geeknewscentral.com. Sadly, it is a slow tech news week, so let's dive in. With rising competition from mobile devices and a trade war between the U.S. and China causing supply chain issues, according to a report from IT research firm Gartner, it shows that worldwide PC sales actually grew slightly, rising by 1.1% in the third quarter of 2019. A total of 68 million units were shipped this quarter, compared to 67 million units in the third quarter of 2018. Lenovo shipped the most units with nearly a quarter of the market share, followed by HP and Dell. Brands with less than 10% market share included Apple, Acer, and Asus. Some company sales grew compared to this time last year, like Lenovo, HP, Dell, and Acer. Others were down compared to last year, including Apple and Asus. These numbers include desktop PCs and notebook PCs, but not Chromebooks or iPads. Uh, Mikado Mikako Mikako, M-I-K-A-K-O, Kitagawa, I'm probably mispronouncing this person's name, who is a senior principal research analyst at Gardner, wrote, writes in the report, quote, neither the Intel CPU... Neither the Intel CPU shortage nor the U.S. US China trade war had a significant impact on PC shipments in the third quarter of 2019. The Intel CPU shortage has continued to ease, and U.S. tariffs tariffs on China-built mobile PCs had a minimal impact on PC shipments as a date for the potential increase in tariffs were pushed pushed out in December 2019. On October 4th, Android Central reported how Google contractors had been using some questionable tactics during field research for the testing of the facial scan technology to be used in Google's new Pixel smart new Pixel 4 smartphone. As part of the research, employees from Randstad were sent out to were sent out into the field to collect facial scans of people on the street in exchange for five dollars. However, according to interviews with the employees conducted by the New York Daily News, some contractors were encouraged to target target dark skin and homeless people. The reason for this were because the homeless would be less likely to speak to the media and could be enticed by $5 gift cards as well as ensure the accuracy of technology on darker skin tones. Since the article came out, it has caused some controversy in the cities where the research took place, where the research took place such as Atlanta, where 
City Attorney Nita Hickson wrote a scathing email asking Google for explanation. She says, quote, the possibility that the members of our most vulnerable populations are being exploited advance your company's commercial interests is profoundly alarming for numerous reasons. If some or all of the reporting was accurate, we would welcome your response as what corrective action has been taken and will be ta- has been and will be taken. As a result, Google has decided to spend the program and has opened up an investigation, calling the details in the article, quote, very disturbing. Speaking with The Verge, Google says, quote, it made sure to provide directions to to its researchers to be transparent with people they approach for facial scan. Uh, That's further backed up by the unnamed employee as stating that there was no Google manager present in Atlanta where they were were told to focus on black and homeless people. The statement from Google in response reads, quote, we're taking these claims seriously and investigating them. The allegations regarding truthfulness and consent are in violation of our requirements for volunteer research studies and training that we provided. The issue: the FBI has issued a public service announcement, and public service announcement entitled "Quote: High Impact Ransomware Attacks Threatens U.S. Businesses and Organizations." While the announcement does not provide any details of specific attacks, the bureau warns that the bureau warns the announcement: "Quote: Ransomware attacks are being are becoming more targeted." sophisticated and costly, even as the overall frequency of attacks remain consistent. The, uh, excuse me, let me start over. It's not a quote, but let me back up a little bit. The the Bureau of the FBI warns an announcement and they issued a public service announcement entitled High Impact Ransomware at High-impact ransomware attacks threaten U.S. businesses and organization. Data from CrowdStrike has has shown a rise in what the firm refers to as, quote, big game hunting over the past 18 months. These attacks focus on high-value data or, or assets within organizations that are especially sensitive to downtime, so the motivation to pay a ransom is consequentially very high. Jen Ayers, CrowdStrike's vice president in charge of the Falcon Overwatch threat hunting service threat hunting service says quote big game hunters are essentially targeting people within or within an organization for the sole purpose of identifying critical assets for the purpose of deploying their ransomware hitting one financial transaction server you can charge a lot more for that you could for a thousand consumers with ransomware you're going to make a lot more money faster the Industries targeted by these sorts of attacks have included healthcare, manufacturing, managed services, and media. The FBI IC3 notice cited three primary three primary ways. Ransomware operators are getting into networks for these targeted attacks, email phishing campaigns, exploitation of remote desk protocol or RDP, and known vulnerabilities in software. The phishing attacks the FBI has investigated in connection with ransomware recently have, quote, been more targeted than past opportunist attacks. The phishing is often focused initially on compromising the victim's email account so that an internal email account can be used to spread malware and evade spam filtering. The FBI warns, quote, once they have RDP access, criminals can deploy a range of malware, including ransomware, to victim systems. Nearly four years after the debut of Samsung's Chromebook 3, Samsung has they have announced a follow-up to its core Chromebook laptop, the new 11.6 inch 11.6 inch. 
Chromebook 4 has been released for a starting price of $229, along with the larger 15.6 Chromebook 4 Plus that starts at $299. A lot has changed in the Chrome OS market since the Chromebook 3 was introduced, and the Chromebook 4 reflects some of those changes, starting with a slightly more modern, high-end look that's akin to the Asus Chromebook Flip C302. Samsung went with Intel Celeron N4000 processors across the line, and both Chromebook 4 as for both Chromebook 4s charge via USB-C. The 11.6-inch model has a single USB, USB, USB-C port, while the 15.6-inch model has two, one on each side. Both also include both also include a 30-watt USB-C power adapter in the box and a single USB Type-A port and headphone microphone inject. Samsung notes that USB-C port isn't just for powering laptop. You can transfer data at a speed at speeds up to 5 gigabytes and connect to a 4K monitor as well. Another improvement is the out-of-the-box out of support for Android apps. Multiple configurations in both sizes will be available and offering in RAM for 4 gig or 6 gig LPDDR4 and onboard storage onboard storage available 32 gig or 64 gig eMMC all configurations feature a micro SD slot micro SD card slot the screen resolution of the 11.6-inch Chromebook 4's LED screen is unchanged from its predecessor's 1366 by 768 the 15.6 Chromebook 4 plus LED uh, 4 the 15.6 Chromebook 4 Plus's LED display offers 1080p resolution. Samsung estimates that the smaller Chromebook 4 will yield 12.5 hours of battery life, while the 15.6 model will last up to 10.5 hours for charge. Instead of putting a large battery into a Chromebook 4 Plus, the same 39 uh, WH battery is used for both devices. The Chromebook 4 and 4 Plus are now available. On Friday, several advertising agencies revealed the details of a proposed settlement with Facebook that would end a class action alleging the social media giant overstated, overstated the average time its users spent, spent watching video. According to a brief in support of the settlement, Facebook would pay $40 million to resolve claims. Much of that would go to those who purchase ad time and videos, though $12 million or 30% of the settlement fund is earmarked for plaintiff's attorneys. The suit accused Facebook of acknowledging miscalculations in metrics upon press reports, but still not taking responsibility for the breadth of the problem. The amended complaint said stated and that was amended complaint. It stated, quote, the average viewer metrics were not inflated by not by only 60 to 80 percent they were inflated by some hunt by some 150 to 900 percent facebook contested advertisers and advertisers injuries questioning whether they really relied on these metrics and decided to purchase ad time in early rounds in the litigation facebook was successful in getting a judge to pair the claims though until a settlement was announced several of the claims included including fraud were still live even after agreeing to pay $40 million for settlement, Facebook maintains that the suit is, quote, without merit. The plaintiffs estimate that they had that 
that had they gone in trial, they may have recovered between $100 to $200 million in damages, though they also stressed to U.S. District Court Judge Jeffrey White the uncertainty of this result as well as the expensive process. The judge will decide on approval after examining the fairness of the pact. On Monday, Apple had released the newest version of its operating system for Macs, Mac OS, Mac OS Catalina, to the public. Mac OS Catalina comes after several rounds of beta testing and months of refinements. Mac OS Catalina can be downloaded from Mac App Store for free. And it is available to anyone who has a compatible Mac. Mac OS Catalina brings some major change, some major changes to the Mac, limiting the iTunes app in the favor of new music, podcasts, and TV apps. The three apps offer similar functionality to iTunes, but are split up by feature. iOS device management is still available on the Mac, but it's done through the Finder instead of iTunes, and accessing your iBuilt. And by accessing your Apple ID, is now done through the new profile setting in System Preferences. The TV app offers up access to TV and movies with support for 4K HDR, 4K HDR and Dolby Atmos. The music app offers access to Apple Music and your iTunes library, and the podcast app. And hopefully, you're listening to this uh, podcast on this. Uh, on this episode on your podcast app, it offers up the podcast library with features for browsing, viewing top charts, and more. A new sidecar feature uh, lets you turn your iPad into a secondary display for your Mac with just a click of a button. And you can use your Apple Pencil to turn the iPad into a drawing tablet while using apps like Photoshop and Illustrator. With Mac OS Catalina, the Apple Watch can be used to approve security prompts for passwords, and Macs with a T2 chip now supporting activation lock, making them more secure. A new Find My app is available on the Mac for the first time and lets you track your devices even when they're offline or, in the case of notebooks, close. Screen time is available on the Mac in addition to iPhones and iPads and Mac in Mac OS Catalina, so you can track your device usage across all of your devices for a better picture of how you're spending your time. A new, excuse me, a new photos interface, inter, uh, new photos interface, surfaces your best photos organized by day, month, or year. There's a new start page in Safari. Mail has new tools for muting email threads and blocking senders. And the Reminders app has also been overhauled. Security has been enhanced in Mac OS Catalina and Gatekeeper, which is Apple's security protocol. It checks all of your apps for recent for known security issues. New data protections require apps to get your permission before accessing your documents. The update also supports Apple Arcade. Apple, it's Apple's new subscription-based gaming service that first began rolling out on the Mac last week. With Mac OS Catalina, Mac users can access Apple Arcade games on a Mac, as well as iOS devices and the Apple TV. Hulu subscribers on the $12 month, $12 month no ads plan can save shows and movies for offline viewing. You'll see download icons on the details pages for eligible titles, as well as a quote, see what's see what's downloadable section. You can access your downloads from a dedicated tab at the bottom of the screen. Among the shows you'll be able to watch offline are 
Hulu originals such as The Handmaid's Tale, Shrill, Veronica Mars in the Act, as well as Likes of Family Guy, This Is Us, How I Met Your Mother, and ER. You can download 25 titles at a time across five devices. You'll have 30 days to watch them, though. You'll have 30 days to watch them, though you'll, able to, you'll be able to renew your downloads as long as those titles are still on Hulu. For now, you can download Hulu shows and movies on iOS. The feature will be available on Android soon. Walmart has their own Roku Smart Soundbar, provided you are willing to make some compromises. It's releasing... On ONN branded versions of both devices that start at an easy to swallow $129. They don't appear to have Roku's voice remote control, just, just a basic model, but you're not giving up too much. They'll arrive at Walmart store sometime in the next in the quote in the coming weeks. The soundbar is effectively a Roku Ultra built into a 32-inch a 32-inch audio system. In other words, it's a one-stop shop if you want both a 4K HDR capable streaming device and a compact TV speaker upgrade. The wireless subwoofer, uh, the wireless subwoofer, meanwhile, augments the soundbar with 150 watts of extra oomph for your blockbuster movies. In Amazon news this week, Amazon's been selling kid-friendly editions of Fire tablets for a while, but now it's bringing the kids edition to co- the kids edition the kids edition concept to its Kindle e-reader. The new Kindle's kids edition includes the entry-level Kindle bundle with a case, one year free, one year free of Amazon's free time unlimited subscription service, and a two-year replacement guarantee should the device to br- should the device break. It's available for pre-order now. The bundle costs one hundred ten dollars and ships. October 30th. The same home, the same hardware with all those extras otherwise costs $90, and there are currently no plans to offer kids' edition versions of the Paperwhite or Oasis. Now, Amazon describes Free Time Unlimited as a, quote, all-in-one subscription that gives kids access to, thousand, to thousands of kid-friendly movies, books, TV shows, educational apps, books, and games on compatible Fire, Android, iOS, and Kindle devices. The subscription for a single child, once the free, once the free year ends, costs two dollars ninety nine cents a month for prime members, or four dollars and ninety nine cents a month for non prime members. Meanwhile, a family plan for multiple children jumps to six dollars ninety nine cents for prime members, and nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month for non prime members. Now, once you subscribe to the free time unlimited, you can use it with any compatible device. Uh, Amazon did recently announce did recently announce a service for Echo devices, and announced that a video centric version is now available for Fire TV devices. Free time on Fire TV is available on the second-gen Fire TV Stick and Fire TV Stick 4K, as well as first- and second-gen Fire TVs. They are, according to Amazon, is coming soon to select Fire TV Edition Smart TVs. The Kindle's Kid Edition has some kid-friendly software features, where, according to Amazon, the full feature set are... Uh, achievement badges. Kids can earn badges like Bookworm and Overachiever when they make progress towards predefined goals. Easy discovery, 
with enhanced browsing and search, kids can locate titles, can locate titles with that exact spelling. And with smart recommendations, kid, kids can find books related to the genres, authors, and characters they like. Word-wise, kids are automatically provided short and simple definitions above difficult words, so they can keep reading with fewer interruptions. Dictionary, if kids come across a difficult world, difficult word, word, <laughs> I think I might use a dictionary, um, they can select the word to look up the definition via the built-in built in Kindle dictionary. Vocabulary Builder, words looked up in dictionaries are automatically added to Vocabulary Builder and turned to flashcards for future reviewing learning. And finally, Kid-Friendly Wallpaper, a unique set of lock, of lock screen wallpapers are designed specifically for kids are included. The Speaking of Fire Tablets, the biggest member of Amazon's line of Fire Tablets is getting an update, a re-refreshed Fire HD 10 tablet. It will keep the same 10-point-inch screen and overall design, but overhauls the internals with a new processor, better battery life, and then the first for an Amazon product, USB-C for fast charging. Amazon says that the new Fire HD 10 is now 30% faster thanks to a new processor, and it offers 20% better battery life, which are big improvements over the over over the older model. There's also, quote, enhanced Wi-Fi and micro SD storage has been expanded to a maximum of 512 gigabytes, up from uh, 200 gigabytes on the older model. Lastly, Amazon has finally added USB-C to one of its tablets for the first time, which in addition to be being far more convenient to charge, it also enables fast charging on the Fire HD 10. There also are some new colors, Twilight Blue, plum and white in addition to the standard black now on the software uh, now on the software side of things amazon isn't changing much it will still run the same customized version of Android as Amazon's other tablets, although the company is using the launch to roll out a new picture-in-picture -picture mode that will allow you to keep watching video content while in other apps. Right now, only a few apps are supported, like Amazon's own Prime Video app and Netflix, but we should support that, but, more, but more should add support over time. The new feature will launch with the Fire HD 10, but will make its way to the entire lineup in a future software update. The new Fire HD 10 will start at the same $149 as the old model. The official Twitch app is finally available on Apple TV. The app has been available for consoles, mobile devices, and Android TV boxes for years, but Apple, TV's, Apple TV owners were forced to use third-party apps. Users will be able to live stream games, view clips on demand, and join on-screen chats. Uh, as there was a there was a beta out, um, the which uh, the uh, which was reported that the screen layout is similar to Twitch's other recent apps, and as Mac Rumors points out, the app isn't just for gamers. In addition to gaming, Twitch hosts other broadcasts like Thursday night Thursday night NFL games. Cord Cutters News is reporting that Roku Roku TVs have recently slated recently started showing interactive pop-up ads overlaid on related TV commercials, which has been received over cable or antenna. An image posted by the publication shows a pop-up ad for Ghost Town that appeared during a Geico commercial. Apparently, Geico is sponsored by Geico. The matching pop-up included a, including a prompt for the viewer to set a reminder using the Roku remote. 
Cord Cutters News also says that the pop-ups will only display over ads that have partnered with Roku in a feature. The new pop-ups build are built on Roku's existing automatic content recognition or ACR technology, which is used to offer the quote more ways to watch feature. This is what it was introduced back in 2017. This opt-in feature automatically senses what you're watching on broadcast TV and alerts you when it's available via streaming services. Now, unfortunately, this means that you can't turn off the pop-up ads without also losing access to the, quote, more ways to watch feature. If you want to disable it, you can do so by turning off the use information from the it puts option within the privacy section of the settings menu. The new ads appear to have been introduced with version 9.2 of the Roku operating system, but at least one commenter uh, claims to have seen the ads on version 9.1. And finally, in the GNC WIR, what's trending this week over on Google Trends that trending la that trended last week at number four with 200,000 searches forever 21. Trending on Twitter today with 48.9 thousand tweets and number one, South Carolina. And over on YouTube with 2.5 million views at number four, the official movie trailer, Disney's Jungle Cruise. And that is the tech news for this week for Saturday, October 12th, 2019. Thank you so much for this for tuning in for this week's episode. A little light again on the tech news. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. You have a comment, you have a thought, want to say hi, love to hear from you, be it social media or email, all that, Facebook, Gmail, um, Twitter, uh, it all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. If you want to find out what I'm doing nowadays, please be sure to give me a follow over on Twitter. I am at Kirk Corliss, which is spelled K-I-R-K-C-O-R-L-E-S-S. So please be sure to give me a follow. And I'll be back next week for another episode of the GNC Week in, Re Week in Review podcast. Till then, I will talk to you all soon.